Our Jericho coverage continues, and now we're going to go down to Luke Can, who's the CEO, to uh, set the scene for what patrons can enjoy on track, how much to get in, what the expected crowd might be, and the weather and so on. Uh, how are you, Luke? Good, Matty. Thanks for having me. How are you going? Oh, I'm great, mate. It's Jericho week, so everyone's up and about. you got to love it, don't you? It's come around quickly, too, um, for us. But, uh, yeah, we've got marquees going up today, and... And things are looking good. I could probably do with a little less wind at this stage, but um, Sunday's looking like a lovely 22-degree day, so that's uh, that's the main thing. Yeah, wind is the enemy of people trying to put up marquees. I know that. Uh, Correct. 20 and sunny on Sunday. That's, uh, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect for us. And obviously, you know, skewing just into, into December this year, it's sort of uh, getting to that beach weather, isn't it, really? So 20 keeps them off the beach and hopefully gets them to the track for us. The production is what makes the Jericho Cup. The race is almost secondary to the event and that half hour leading in with the uh, the light infantry, the, the last post, uh, the, the army band, the military band. Tell us, just for those who... I've heard me yap on for a long time, and sort of they're sort of piecing together what it feels like. From just from a club perspective, what's what? How's the production of the day going to ta- going to going to play out? Yeah, look, probably similar format to last year uh, and previous, you know, I suppose versions of the Jericho. Matt, we we will definitely uh, be paying homage to those, you know, um, service men and women um, as part of the Jericho festivities. So, like you said, that half hour beforehand, we'll do national anthems for both Australia and New Zealand and the. The Light Horse Brigade will do um, their thing as well, which includes a you know a charge down the straight uh, of the Warrnambool Racecourse, and um, you know it's it's sort a of rider like was dislodged that. last year in true yeah. Palestine <laughs> recreation form. Yeah. One came off in the in the charge. One came off, but got up uh, very quickly, and, and, just, and she uh, walked back to applause, up. to wild applause. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think maybe even did a bow for the crowd yes, afterwards. So, correct. You know, it, it all just adds to the spectacle of the day. And obviously, you know, I mean, Jericho. I think it's in its sixth year. We might have missed one with COVID, but I mean, you know, quickly that event adapted a really good history around it already. And I mean, that just shows with the patronage for the event as well. So. Yeah, you've got to get there to experience it and, and we welcome as many people as want to get there. Just an SMS comes through that kind of doesn't quite get the, frust- the little bit of frustration that came out with Bill and others and me, and I understood it. Hi, I love the concept of the Jericho Cup, but Matt Stewart continually mentions his annoyance of the Zipping Classic. Can you explain to me how these races clash? The races don't clash. The events clash over a weekend where the Jericho, through Bill, has tried to turn it into a... You know, come down for Friday night, there's something going on Saturday night, Saturday, Sunday. It just puts another event on a weekend where a lot of us thought that the, the Jericho was entitled to, to to own that weekend and not have a, a big city race meeting distracting it on the Saturday for those who might want to go down. That was the issue there, but that's not for you to concern yourself with this morning, Luke. How much to get in the gate on Sunday? Uh, so it's 20 uh, for, for full admission, um, and I think 17 or 18 for concession. But um, our veterans get in free of charge again for this year too, Matt, so, which is a nice little touch. Um, you know, we're, we're sort of hoping, I think pre, pre-sales are sort of indicating that we're about 10% up on last year, which is great news for us. And we hope that holds through for our, our general punters coming in as well. We're hoping to get about 5,000 there on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know what the ceiling is. I know, I know Bill's probably put his own ceiling on his 
uh, the way he sees how it could get maxed out as a, as a concept. But, gee, I, you know, could you run it over the Christmas holidays? You never get too hot down there. Could you get 15,000 at a future Jericho? I, I, I don't know what the club's ambition is, but I, I would imagine in time that this is going to be a, a, a warnable Thursday May Carnival type crowd of, of ten to 12,000 in time. Yeah, we'd we'd hope so, Matt. Eventually, and I mean, like I said earlier, you know, the, you know, an event like this within country racing circles, I mean, it's obviously massive for the patronage already. Um, but I mean, we're not going to rest on those laurels. We we want to try and bolster this event as much as we can, obviously. Um, and you know, I mean, you know what Bill's like. There's plenty of ideas out there, and we're you know we're happy to entertain that. Um, we'd love to see it sort of it's almost getting up to the Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, the carnival status in terms of patronage. So it's definitely going in the right direction. It's certainly a brand that we think we can market and, and build as, as it sort of progresses. All right. See you down there on Sunday, mate. Looking forward to it. Good on you, Matty. Thank you.